Hello, hey, hi, how you doing? Mitchell Lee, Connor Vandermark, Nick Izzo here with you. This is the weekly recess here on Jersey Nerds Productions. And guys, this week was weird because it challenged a lot of our preconceived notions of teams, the direction in which they were going. And uh, let's just go ahead and dive right in. I think a good place to start would be kind of the night games. Uh, we'll start with Monday Night Football. The Philadelphia Eagles, three straight losses. They were 10-1, and one, and now they are 10-4. and four. Losing to San Francisco and Dallas is one thing. You lose to Drew Locke and the Seahawks, who looked like they were kind of in free fall, is a completely different thing. Oh, how the muddy have fallen. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I can definitely say that I am fully off of the Eagles bandwagon. I don't even know. Depending on their first round matchup, they 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 could lose round one. Uh, this defense is certainly not something to be proud of on the back end. It doesn't matter who the defensive coordinator is. Uh, they're just they're just old and don't have the guys, and also. Jalen Hurts just doesn't really we meant we talked about it before. He doesn't look like he trusts what he's seeing out there and it shows. No, it definitely does and like I guess the one you could consider as a benefit like they do have a very weak schedule coming up so like they can try to work out their kinks against some very lesser opponents. Sorry, Nick, but like the uh, the Giants are probably going to get mopped up by the Eagles. If the Giants they play the, the Giants e um, twice, very well, that's twice. Yeah, very aware of that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's that should happen. Yeah, that, that's why I said that's, two or three points, three. For them. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be their tune-up. Um, yeah, I can't say I'm overly impressed with the the Eagles as I as I used to be, um, but obviously still being in the uh, in the same division with them. Yeah, I just I have a feeling that. You know they're they're gonna play the Giants and then magically find their offense again, because um, that's just what tends to happen. Um, so yeah, looking looking forward to that. Also, I, I am kind of curious. I'm not making excuses for the Eagles or anything, but I'm very curious how how sick Hertz was coming into this game because from what I heard that he actually had his own flight going out to Seattle, so he wouldn't get the rest of the team sick. So that if it was that serious, like I'm a, whatever it was the flu or whatever he was going through, like that's not, that's not fun to deal with. And then going playing a professional football game with that, yeah, like I'll give him props for you playing. Know what's but weird though, Hertz Hertz didn't really throw the ball well at all. I mean, seventeen for thirty one, one forty three, two interceptions. It's not at I don't think he played as bad as that stat line showed. But this was the first time, I think, all season where he looked to be looking to run the ball. He, were, he ran for what, mean, 84 yards? Like he, 82 he yards great. on 13 carries, two touchdowns. And that's the first time this year. Because it seemed to me like last year it was Jalen Hurts. He can beat you on the ground. He can beat you through the air. And this year, he was very reluctant to run the ball. But that wasn't really the case against Seattle. He got it done there. It just through the air. Nothing happened. But you can't really – the NFC East, man, does anyone want to win this thing? Just when you think, okay, the Eagles, they caught a break. The Cowboys lost. 
The Eagles give it right back to them, but the Cowboys got demolished 31 to 10 by the Buffalo Bills in a game where Josh Allen threw for 94 yards. They he beat them it. on the ground. 266 yards, three touchdowns. James Cook showed up huge. Ty Johnson ran the ball well. And Joe Brady is unlocking a different side to this Bills offense. But before we get to the Bills, Seahawks, kind of wild card team conversation, NFC East, Cowboys, Eagles, who, what, what worried you most? Was it the Cowboys going on the road and losing or the Eagles going on the road and losing? I would say probably the Eagles because at least the yeah. Bills, like they have that pedigree of, oh, we have a stellar offense and their defense, generally speaking, had been has been very well. Um, they've been a little less this year due to the injuries, but like they have been performing quite well. The Seahawks, I see them as a, like they are a good team, but I don't consider them as a contender at all. Like, if you, if you gave me, if you asked me to pick, like, oh, who's your top five picks to win the Super Bowl? I don't think they would be even seven. Like, like they are very much on the outside looking in. And I don't have any, I don't really have confidence of seeing how well Drew Locke, uh, what the hell is it? Drew Locke, right? Yeah. Um, see, how, like, again, like, it's Drew Locke who's going, throwing, throwing balls to great catch by JSN. But, like, oh, like, him, him putting in those spots, like, how can you let a team like Seattle in this game when you're supposed to be the dominant team? Yeah, it was and, a dominant, dominant performance there. And Tommy's here, so hi, Tommy. Just, just to get hey, it guys. out of the way, Tom, we will, we How's will it get to it. We have not discussed it yet, but we will, we will get to it. Uh, but right now, I'm. Look, I, I don't I don't want you guys to have to go through another emotional. No, no, no. We, we, to. We're going to talk about the Dolphins. We will get to it. I don't know if we're going to talk about the other side of the football very much. I, we will talk yeah. about the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely I'm, I'm worried about the Philadelphia Eagles to an alarming degree. Dallas's loss does concern me a lot, though, because of how they lost. They lost in a way where they were not able to move the ball and it's and it seemed like Dak Prescott's MVP candidacy Poof. disappeared overnight. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with one game taking him out completely because this is a season-long award, and I, I don't agree with that. However, I do think that he has been passed by Brock Purdy. You know, say what you will about Purdy and how important he is to the team, whether he's the best offensive player, all that stuff. He's going to have the numbers to back it up. He'll have to see, win. See. <clears throat> and and I think Christian McCaffrey will have a lot to say about that as well. And maybe they, you know, they spill over into each other's votes and it ends up going to someone like Dak or Tyreek as a result. But Dallas got out physical by the Bills and they lost outside in a cold weather environment, which does not bode well for them. But in the NFC, maybe they can get away with that because the only road games that Dallas would have to play in a cold environment, would be going to Philly. And I think if they have to go to Philly, that means that they've they've beaten San Francisco already. Because if they're the five seed, then they're probably, well, I guess if a six or seven seed wins. But yeah, Philly is really the only road environment 
outside in the cold that they'd have to go to. San Francisco, not cold. Detroit, inside. Tampa, not cold. New Orleans, in a dome. And any other opponent, they'd be at home. Yeah. So it would just like- be Philadelphia, and I think that Dak could carve up the Eagles secondary, even in Lincoln Financial Field. Isn't Seattle outside? That's how we wait. I mean, this will definitely this will definitely be the week they both bounce back because I can see Dallas taking Miami, and Eagles are up against. New York, <laughs> we already covered that. Yes. They, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Take definitely it. covered that part. I, I would. Oh, yeah. I would like to say <laughs> it should be an easy victory. Dallas is fascinating but... to me in this Miami game because the Dolphins. Well, let's just go ahead and get into it now. They win 30 to nothing over the New York Jets. They do it without Tyreek Hill. Tua, I don't think he really had the... I mean, he played well, but he just kind of took what was given to him, apart from that deep bomb to Jalen Waddle, which was a perfectly thrown ball, and it showed you know just how good Jalen Waddle is. But the Dolphins really didn't have to do much to win this game because the Jets didn't really seem to want it. And that's kind of been the story of the Dolphins' season this far, or thus, thus far, is... You've played a lot of weak opposition, and you've beaten them handedly for the most part. You've had some, like the Giants game or the Raiders game, where it was a little bit dicey. But for the most part, the Dolphins have played weak opposition, and they've smothered them. The story is, can you beat good teams? And the story for Dallas is, can you go on the road in tough environments and win? They lost to San Francisco by a lot. They lost to Philadelphia. They lost to Buffalo. Road environments. It's Dallas at Miami. So one of these teams is going to find a way to kind of buck the trend or kind of you know break up everything that's well, been saying. I mean, not, everyone's not be been saying against them. Either you can't win on the road or you can't beat good teams. I mean, not to be biased against Miami, but I mean, this was definitely the first week where Miami was put to the test of can we actually be good even without Tyreek Hill? Because the entire season, it's always – the entire talk has been about Tyreek Hill and how he's carried this team. And this week they were able to show, hey, we got plenty of other assets that are just as good, like Mossert, who was a fucking beast in this game. Just touchdown after touchdown. And I, I think it was kind of just a good thing to say, like, hey, we actually have good players. We can put up a fight. Granted, I still don't think they have a good chance against the actually good teams of the NFL right now. It'll definitely be a challenge. But... We don't have to sit there and go, if it doesn't go Tyree Kill, we're going to lose. I I don't know. That's the game that gives me the most back and forth of the week. So I'm probably going to lean Miami just because Dallas, I, I don't know if they have the answers for Tyree Kill. I, I don't know. If Tyreek does not play, I do think this will be the can't beat, you can't beat this team without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I, I'm curious what Miami's going to do in this situation because I can see them holding Tyreek back for another week just to make sure he's healthy because next week we're going up against Ravens and the week after Let's that go we're going and... up against Bills. Both teams that both teams that can definitely destroy the shit out of us. So I, I would almost rather them take the chance with Dallas and hold Tyreek back for another week. 
just to keep him healthy Let's for those last Let's go ahead and get into games. those Baltimore Ravens then. They go on the road and they handle their business against the Jaguars, 23-7. to Lamar Jackson, the stats might not show it, but he was great against Jacksonville, and the Jaguars kind of shot themselves in the foot at a bunch of different turns in this game. The Ravens are very, very much in the uh, driver's seat as far as the one seed goes, and they have a delightful game coming up on Christmas night. Get ready, get the family together, and watch the Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers. That's going to be a treat to watch. Baltimore Ravens as the one seed. Do you buy them as the AFC favorite? And the Jacksonville Jaguars, tied at 8-6 and six with three other teams, do they need to be worried? Ravens, yes, they are the cream of the crop for the FC. Like the Chiefs, the Chiefs were the previous, you know, kings of that conference, but Chiefs have not looked themselves, as we know. The wide receiver uh, room has not been performing, and you no, know, the the drama that is Kadarius Tony still lives on. But when it comes to Ravens, Ravens are finding a finding a groove where. They're getting their weapons, no, they're getting the weapons involved in a way that it's a team to me that pretty much can beat anyone. I know that when it comes to, um, they're not, who was the other running back? Not Gus, Gus Edwards, the other guy. He's Mitchell. His, yeah, that yeah. hurts. He tore his ACL. Oh God, that play was so disgusting. Oh. Those yeah, it was like, it was, do not it, watch that. I'm kind of surprised it was just a torn ACL because it looked a lot worse. Just oh, yeah. a torn ACL. Sometimes worse. I, I actually I cringe. I can handle most injuries, but watching the replay of that, I I squirmed. That that just oh, even thinking about it right now. The I just, Ravens I can't are interesting the because they are not like, especially with Mark Andrews out, and maybe he comes back in the playoffs. I, I think that, that there's actually a strong chance that he will come back in the playoffs, but Isaiah likely was the guy in this game, but whether yep. it's likely, whether it's Odell Beckham, whether it's Zay Flowers, Flowers yep. they have a lot of guys that, and it's just kind of, they don't have a Stefan Diggs type where it's like, Hey, you need to be getting me at least 10 targets a game, or I'm going to blow up about it. Or I demand this amount because you know, like Jamar chase, if he gets five targets in a game, you're like, all right, what, what's going on? They need to be drawing up some targets for him. The Ravens, it's just, hey, we're going to run our offense, and whoever's open, that's who we're getting the ball to. And winning, it works for them, and they're winning because of it. They're winning by committee, and Airbus is doing their part. And it's honestly like, it, it's some, um, I don't think it's right, the right term, but like good like blue-collar football. Like, oh, we're just going to come in here, do our job, keep working. Like, it, they are... Definitely my my front runner right now. Like, like I I'd be very happy to see them rematch the 49ers, uh, you know, this upcoming Christmas game for the Super Bowl. I'd be a nice Super Bowl preview on Monday. Justin Matabike also is a uh, very underrated player. Should be a household name, but he is just a space eater in the front. And uh, yeah, treat to watch in the front for the Ravens, as most of their defenders are. Now, moving to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the South, and I'll just open this up. AFC South, NFC South. We've kind of just cracked on the NFC South for being a 
trash division that no one knows what's going on. But the AFC South, better play, sure, but it's just as up for grabs, if not more so. There are three teams tied at 8-6 and six in the AFC South, two teams tied at 7-7 seven and seven in the NFC South. So who rules the South at the end of the day? AFC and NFC, let me hear it. I want to say the Texans. Well, I'm gonna say the other thing. The team, the team, Tommy. I was gonna say like what? Oh, the team AFC. I I picked the AFC. Come on, man, you're better than this. Okay, yeah, AFC. I would, I would say the Texans. Enough from the clown. (laughs) Yes. Hey, I got to do something while I'm here. Yeah, the Texans. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to go Jaguars. And the Texans. I'm going Texans as well for the AFC. Really? Stroud's not playing this week. It doesn't seem like. I I understand that. And either way, I think that the Texans as a team, I I know that they got drubbed by the Jets last week. But I think overall they are finding their stride, and I think their defense is definitely serviceable. Where they are finding their stride at the end of the come, season, exactly at the end of the season, getting to a point where your your offense is clicking, even with the injuries you're going going through. Your defense, which has been well known for the past couple of years as a laughable system, now has been putting up decent numbers. You know, keeping keeping the opponent um, close to them. Like, I think that when Stroud gets back and healthy, like, they but they play the Browns this week, which is you no, know, with Joe Flacco, who the hell knows? But like it's the also Titans, the Browns defense with Case Keenum, yeah. Like, it'd be nice to have Stroud in that game, but honestly, I if I was the coach, I would let him take the Browns off, get him, make sure he's a hundred percent for the Titans and Colts because, you know, those games do matter when it comes to tie breaks. And especially the Colts, they're fighting for that spot with. But I think that overall, as a complete team, I think the Texans are the one compared to everybody else. I guess the only one I will say otherwise, as we've been definitely uh, on this podcast, I have a soft spot for the Buccaneers, and I definitely do. They think they won the a- the NFC South. Man, but they look good. Baker I, was bacon. Those two teams look the most complete teams to me, having. Singletary's been going off for the Texans. You have Rashad White for the for the Buccaneers. Like they all have weapons, and when like I think they're going to be a if someone if a team draws them in the first round, it ain't going to be easy. It isn't like the Texans of old, and I'm I'm happy to say that because you no, know, they went through some real crap in the past couple of years. So you're on record, Texans and Buccaneers. Yes, sir. I I will I will jump in and add one more thing. If you're looking at their schedules, the Colts and Texans have pretty evenly matched teams for the next three games. The Jaguars are the only ones that only have two evenly matched because their third game is against the fucking Panthers, which is basically a guaranteed win. You said the Jaguars or the Bucks? Jags. The ja- the Jaguars are hey, going up Panthers. against the Panthers. That's a Panthers team for one of their. That's a Panthers team. For one of their final three games. Don't forget that. I don't know how much they won that game versus Atlanta losing it. (laughs) I think Uh, Atlanta lost more than 
Panthers. That, that, is, that is giving my edge to Jaguars just because they have a slightly, slightly easier but they're, schedule. They're playing the in the Tampa, and they're going to lose that. I, I, I agree. I think Tampa wins that game. Um, I am me to going... say, but I agree with that. You, you, have, uh, you have Houston and Tampa? I do, and I don't like Baker Mayfield, but I think out of the South, that's the best team you got. For a lot of the reasons that Connor laid out before, like you have Rashad White, you have Mike Evans, Mike motherfucking Evans, who just year after year gets a thousand yards. I mean, dude's a stud. They got to be the favorites. I have Tampa making it out of the uh, NFC South as well. I think that Baker, you want to talk about someone hitting their stride at the right time. Baker Mayfield, oh my God, just really, uh, you know, three straight wins. Two straight wins on the road. Now they go to Jacksonville, and I think this is where people are going to really take notice. I think they enter the playoffs. They they could enter the playoffs on a six-game win streak, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yep, I would not be either. AFC South, I think the Texans with a healthy C.J. Stroud are the best team. But they don't have a healthy C.J. Stroud right now, and they have to go to – or they they, they face Cleveland. And I think the Browns are going to win that game. And I think Jacksonville's going to squeak out the division. I think the Texans still make the playoffs, but I think Jacksonville finds a way to hold on to that uh, that AFC South crown and the four seed in that division. I do see it could be a real possibility. It'll be fun to watch. Like I can definitely see a real scenario where the like, Colts and Texans are playing each other for the last wild card spot. It's like a winning getting kind of situation. Gardner Minshew, man, they've been uh, they've been finding a way to win games. Uh, also, the it, the way these playoffs work, teams just kind of float in and out of the in the hunt graphic. And the Steelers seem like a team that we don't really need to take that seriously anymore. Between their quarterback issues, they just can't they can't move the ball, and their defense hasn't really stopped anybody lately. The Broncos certainly took a huge loss to the Lions. The Packers can't stop anything. Whether it's Tommy Cutlets or Baker Mayfield, they are now 6-8. and eight. The Falcons trusted Desmond Ritter to go on the road and beat the Panthers, and that was just too much to ask. So the Falcons appear to be done. Is there any team in the wild card right now or in that hunt that you go? And I think it's easy to say Buffalo because I I love the Buffalo Bills. Everybody seems to love the Buffalo Bills right now. So I'm going to go ahead and take Buffalo and put. You, you can't, you can't. I'm sure you Buffalo can, Bills. but I, I, I don't. But let's just go ahead and put Buffalo no, in a different category right now in the wild card. That's a cheap answer. What wild card team that is not Buffalo? Do you go look at and go, maybe, just maybe they could go on a run? Maybe not to the Super Bowl or something, but like maybe they can like surprise people, knock off a top team, maybe get to a conference championship game. Wild card? Again, it has to be the Texans to me, unless freaking... Unless it's since... I like, was going to say the same thing. Cincinnati is kind of spiraling right now, and... But Are they? Hey, Jake Browning looks good. As in, like, injury-wise. No. Yeah. They lost, you lost Burrow. Chase and, Chase and Reader. Yeah. Reader that... is not a small loss. 
like no, they had like again, like the Colts are in the hunt. The Jaguars, of course, they've been having issues. They beat them. They beat the Vikings, which was a really good game, surprisingly. Um, and then they have like they had the Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns. Not an easy schedule. Um, the Steelers, I think they win because they are now like ripped to Mike Tomlin and his record, his wonderful record that he had. Um, when it comes to over five hundred seasons, but that's gonna be gone. The Chiefs game, we'll see. Like honestly, this might be a situation where it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a coin toss between like it's it might be a situation where it's like oh we have what a ten and sixteen possibly being on the outside looking in looking at this yeah. because I think like. Because the AFC is a pretty strong division, and overall, I think I have, I don't have it in front of me right now, but like verse versing the uh the NFC conference, they just bully them. Mm-hmm. So, like it's it's gonna be weird. It'd be a really weird like you no know, situation where you have a five hundred team getting in the NFC, and then like teams that look really good just squeaking in on the AFC. Does anyone want to see the Los Angeles Rams? That seems no, so... Ho- fuck them. you. Uh, <laughs> that that seems yeah, to me like... Say, the, uh, care for them either. That seems like the team yes. to me that... See, next on my side. Spoil a season for somebody. Matt Stafford's playing really well right now. And this is is the first time in Matt Stafford's career where he has a running game because Kyron Williams is giving him juice. And, well, maybe juice isn't the right word because he's not really that type of back. He's not the the quick type, but he's got tremendous vision and just knows where to go. They're blocking well between Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. They've got some good young players on the defense. Aaron Donald's still playing very well. And they've been there before. McVay is a coach that has delivered a title to the Rams and had playoff success. So I think the Rams. So do you see the Rams? Do you see the Rams beating I the Saints? I think the Rams week? beat the Saints by double digits. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Rams are seven and seven. They've, they've been hot. Matt Stafford's played well. I think they'll get into the playoffs. Then again, I said that about the Packers. And as soon as I said that, they fell off a damn cliff and forgot how to play defense. So we'll see. So, so are you saying this purposely to destroy the Rams? That's not really what I'm trying to do, but it's probably what I'm going to end up doing. But the Rams, (laughs) to me personally, seem like if they went into Detroit and beat the Lions, or they went into even Philadelphia and beat the Eagles, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, they've been very... Like, in every game they had so far this season, they've been very competitive. Like, I guess, like, let's see. Yeah, like, they had a close game against the Ravens. They only lost by by a score against them. No, and then before that, they had their string. They had the Stafford. And, like, when they lost, it was when Stafford was hurt. And who was the and Cooper Cup had his injury issues. Like 
once they kind of ride the ship a little bit when it comes to the injury side, they've been looking very, very good. They've won four of their last five games, and they finish up against the Saints. Then they get the Giants, and I, I hate to sound like probably you know, when we're ganging yeah. up on you, Nick, but I think they're going to win oh, that no. game. Oh. We're being realistic. And I want then people to understand they... that I, I am a realistic fan. <laughs> and then they end the season at San Francisco. And I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, naturally they're going to lose that game. Niners might be resting starters that week. They probably they might already clinched the. Uh... They might have clinched the one seed, have nothing to play uh, for, yeah, and the, and they're playing Sam Darnold and the backups for the majority of that game. So I don't rule out the chance that the Rams end this thing on a four game win streak, having won seven of their last eight, a red hot team with the again experienced team that's been there before at a lot of the. A lot of their top players have championship experience. Now they have a lot of players, obviously, that are are younger guys. I think the Rams came into the season with lower expectations because of that, but they're going to be red hot at the right time, and they're the NFC. It's going to be slim pickings as far as the the wild card goes. I you're going to get either Dallas or Philadelphia, and then the rest. I think you've got the Rams, and I think everyone's praying the Vikings get in because the Vikings scare nobody right now with their quarterback situation. The Saints, the Saints, I could see making something happen if the Stars align and Alvin Kamara's got a good running game. They're just a pesky team, but I don't know if they really scare anybody. The Seahawks. I mean, I, I I could see, again, they're not going to get blown out, I don't think, but I can't see them going into a Detroit or a Dallas and winning in a playoff setting. The Packers can't defend anybody right now. There's large the Fal- tier gaps. The, the, the Falcons, LOL. Like, I just... Yeah. There's some large it's tier gaps strange. within. What do you mean? Arthur Smith knows how to run that team. Ah, Obviously, I, that's, I, I that's, see we've. That's, that's I see we've reached the get stupid part of the podcast today. <laughs> uh, the def- Hey, they play. Know how to play. They know how to play defense. Look, that's my job. I'm just saying Easy they, there. they haven't really figured out the uh, the offense part just yet so very different than a lot of matt ryan's teams where it was like hey we can score 40 we can also give up 45 yep i forgot to uh look who who's to say who's to say tommy devito's agent doesn't pull some strings and have some people taken out of the game we don't know what's gonna happen that guy is a what's he gonna do he is putting on a charade i don't know but he he's become he has taken Taylor Swift's spot in the press of the NFL lately, and I think it's fucking hysterical. As all as all Jersey boys, we have to appreciate the hysterics behind Tommy DeVito's agent just full It is full funny, gear it looks like he got the great. drip at like Spirit Halloween this past like <laughs> this past season. So, I, I know, mean, you know, it's I like, know. It's, it's fucking comical. It's like you don't we get it. It is You're, fucking comical. Like we get it. He's Italian. You don't have to dress like your you know, about to star in a Martin Scorsese film. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. 
he he's enjoying his spot in his he moment is, in the spotlight. They, and they know that he's probably he's not going to be a perfect I just, starter. <laughs> I just love thinking about this guy going like, yeah, I just got a new suit. Hey, man, that looks really good. Where'd you get that from? Spirit Halloween. It's December 20th. 20, 2995. Where, where, where did you... F- I got where did you find a Coles. Spirit Halloween special. on December 20th? Don't worry about it. He knows a guy. <laughs> but Uncle Rico got one. Yeah. yeah. Like, he knows a guy. <laughs> yeah. How about, shut your fucking mouth. Nobody asked you, huh? You, do, you don't go where full... I get, you don't... Where'd I get my clothes? <laughs> Fuck you. You don't go full gabagool. Hey, your, your jersey's still pretty good, Thank Mitchell. You. I'm Thank impressed. You. It, it never left me. The, the, South, the South hasn't Mitchell, taken have you it away from me. New Jersey since you left. It just goes to show you. It just goes to show you can't. Sorry, take before the Tommy out of said some jersey dumb boy. shit. Nick, what were you saying? I was saying, have you been back to Jersey <laughs> since you left? I actually went around this time last year. I went to the. Uh, I I went. <gasps> I you it, it was in asshole. and out. I I went to the Jets game. Um, I actually oh, okay. drove by my old house, uh, which was strange to drive in South Brunswick, New Jersey, after only being there when I was like a kid. Um, but no, it was, Mosin- it was nice. Homo Mosinu, by the way. Just curious. Who? Mosinu. Oh, okay. Muhammad, you said that yeah. so quickly. I was like. Home of what? I, I heard. Most, I heard most. I heard most Most like, like as in one word. I, was like, I heard as a most anew. I heard as being partially fluent in Connor speak. I understood that, so I, I, I did hear you understand. I heard ho- home of most. They do. I'm like, most you're it. right. Most of them do something. We, me and Connor uh, have bad butters. We can't. Most help it. they do. All right. Most that, they they're, they're given. They're giving me the light. It's time to wrap it up. So, uh, <laughs> once we get to the trying to, once we try to interpret we Connor's uh, sayings, it's 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 time to wrap it up and uh, and move on. Thank you for listening to uh, the Jersey Nerds Productions uh, weekly recess. Hey, football season is coming to a close, but there's still plenty to talk about, and we'll talk about that Ravens 49ers game next week. That'll be cool. That'll be fun. Goodbye. I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) See ya.